autograph of Chucky, right? Mm-hmm. But it's signed Chucky. So who signed? <laughs> I was going to say that. What, what are they talking about? Authentic? The, the doll signed it. I mean, is it the creator of Chucky, or is it the actor who does the voice of Chucky? I don't know. The corresponding sign item has been examined by Beckett. It's just a standard certificate. It doesn't say who signed it. That's odd. Do I sound okay on your side? Yeah. Yeah, you're always very low. Everybody always tells me that on, um, like, for podcast. So I've kind of equaled us out, and then afterwards I could raise the volume on my thing. Just, but as long as the video is fine. <clears throat> so, uh, what what do I need to bring up? Oh, I'll send you some notes now. Okay. I've got this. I've got this bottom shelf, and it needs filling. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to fucking put there because you will get the turnbuckle eventually. Yeah, I'll give you some money back to send that back. Um, fucking idiots! <laughs> I'm, I'm like Jesus Christ. It's three miles from my fucking front door, and I can't. I'm not allowed it. That's unreal. So I know it's been processed. It's going back, but we can't tamper with it now. It's like you send it. You send it to the next town, like. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, all right, what am I doing? Is there any news about the Walter uh, uproar? No, I know they filed for the trademark. That was it. So bad. And they don't realize it's a Nazi name. <clears throat> How long you want the show to be? Sure. Okay. Like uh, 35 minutes, maybe. Okay. We'll get straight to the news stuff, too. See if people fucking bitch. All right. All right, you sent me stuff. Okay. Not much there. All right. Merchandise report. Down here too. So, merch report. Do you want uh, Royal Rumble all together? Just Royal Rumble news? Yeah. Rumble news. And then uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah. And then Scarlet. Do you care what order? Merchandise first. Yeah, because it's the last week's story, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, go for it when you're ready, and we will go.
What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wrestling Informer. We are back again to give you some news that you have been craving and wanting with the Royal Rumble right around the corner. We got some stuff for you. I'm Kev Manning. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. You could find all of my nonsense at Lingus Mafia on Twitter. You can go there and see what you could win if you sign up to my Patreon. A lot of signed stuff, which Billy's waiting for customs for one of the items to get to him. A signed WWF turnbuckle by Bret Hart, but... uh. <laughs> He couldn't go open the truck because they had told him, sorry, it's been processed and now it's getting shipped out. That is your wrestling informer. That's Mr. Billy Body. Hi, I'm still, I'm distracted. I'm doing my investigation here as to how Chucky signed the Chucky doll and got and got certified <laughs> by, by Beckett. It doesn't make no sense to me. Uh, that is interesting. Billy's buying uh, toys online and uh, it is signed by Chucky and certified. Yeah, I'm not buying. See what I've got here is I've got a cabinet with three shelves, mm -hmm. and it used to be wrestling figures, but I put a lot more of my wrestling figures away because the product shit. And when this product is shit, I don't feel like having this stuff out as yeah. much. Um, I, and, I, and I do have other interests, so I have my Luke Skywalker signed figure with the statue in front of it. I have my Daniel and Johnny signed figure with the crane kick in front of it. I have nothing for the bottom shelf. I need something, which I guess should be 80s, um, at the bottom, and I can't figure out what it what I should put there. So this is what I've been sitting at. I can't keep looking at this empty shelf every day because it, it feels like the house is incomplete. Well, you got your Packers stuff. Why don't you get that? Uh, we were talking about it earlier, the signed uh, helmet by Rogers. That's not a movie. Oh, it's got to be movie stuff you got on that. That's the movie category. I got gotcha. you. And, and it has to be an action figure. Well, you so have I, to go right to Ghostbusters. Who's who would who from Ghostbusters sign an action figure? Oh, I'm sure many have signed. I'm sure there's Dan Aykroyd and, and uh, Bill Murray. There's got to be all over Bill, the place. Bill Murray ain't signing shit. He <laughs> <laughs> can't find Bill Murray half the time. No, he's not. He's not signing action figures. Um. All right, I'll, I'll keep. I'll, I'll look after we've done the show. We'll yeah, because people want to know rest, uh, WrestleMania. That's coming around the corner too. But uh, Royal Rumble is coming around the corner. I know there were big plans, and uh, you had discussed a little bit on the Conan show uh, about plans that are needing to be changed and uh, things of that nature that we'll get into. But you have some interesting info on merchandise. Yeah, this this is a carryover from. Like, I actually found Dan Aykroyd for for, for hundred dollars. <laughs> there you go. This case settled. Now I wonder if you can get the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man to sign something and be authentic. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd's alright, isn't he? That's of course, the, that's... Dan Aykroyd's fantastic. Yeah, Winston's cheaper, but I, I won't like. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let me let me cack on with this. You caught me in like a, a, a moment. Well, I mean, yeah, we start we, we, to do this show right in the middle of you doing this nonsense. Yeah, like it was like because literally I was just sitting there, just messing about on my phone, and I found it. It's like Chucky. Chucky was what I wanted, but I wanted it like Brad Dorf. Is that his name? Brad Dorf, the voice. Oh, Dorf. I think it was. I yeah, Dorf. Bad Dorf. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get on with this story. Um, so it was the carryover story from last week. Yeah, uh, it's last week's story. Uh, I'll read it and then I will correct it. But I will also take some time to uh, put ourselves over because other people don't. 
when we uh when by the I, way i want to say somebody said you know they, they of course if they don't like me or something that i don't have any credibility when it comes to this i'm not the fucking one giving inside scoops i well, never have claimed i don't do that i'm driving the car and stopping and saying go ahead billy that's my credibility that I could speak on this microphone and host it. Jesus Christ. I swear to God, Billy. Have, it, it, it's mind-boggling with uh, the amount of retards in the world where it's I'm like, I don't even look at dirt sheets. You always say something and I go, I have no clue about it. You are the one who gives me the information. We know mm -hmm. a group of friends who are constantly online and going and searching and, and looking at rumors. And I'm like, I can't be bothered with any of it. I could barely be bothered to watch uh, Raw at this point because it's painful. And it hurts me because I love wrestling and I've been watching for a long time. And it's painful to see what is going on, even when you get to this nonsense with Walter, which I've said forever since this Walter's been around. Everyone loves this Walter, right? I said this is a horrible, horrible name. It's a terrible wrestling name. I've said it from day one, my personal opinion. But you don't change it after he's been there for this. Change it when he got there. Change it now. They. I really think Vince gets jealous of that NXT was successful and he wasn't doing it. I think he is not above destroying something of his just to screw somebody else. It's like when he would hire a WCW guy and bury him. It's your guy. What are you doing? He works for you now. You're not showing the other company anything by destroying somebody. You're paying for this person. Why would you not do something to help? Now let's splash colors all over NXT and make this a, a joke now. Instead, where it was a grittier, darker, more fan participation than they have on any show by far. And and let's do this now, where you're like, I, I I lose my mind from it. And I really don't speak up too much about this kind of stuff because whatever, when it comes down to it. But I really think Vince has lost his mind. And I've been a Vince guy for, that was my guy. That's a hero of mine. He, I mean, he created this that we've been watching. I've been watching forever. It's he's the reason. And I don't know what the hell has happened. It's it's mind-boggling, and it's his toy. He could do what he wants, and we'll continue to just accept it and take it. People go, oh, you don't like it? Stop watching. When you've been watching since you're seven years old, you are, you're not going anywhere, and you watch it out of the corner of your eye, though, because I have the multiple TVs, and I'm like, I, I couldn't even tell you. You get so drunk from the product. When something actually happens, you miss it. Because your brain is off on something else. All right, go ahead, Billy. <laughs> I'm um, just bitching. Yeah, so, yeah, so was I. So, like, uh, we, we had the... We've had everything right so far. We haven't had a single thing wrong since, I, since I've been on there. Um, but you get stuff right. You talk about, like, the Big E thing, and everybody turns around and goes, that was obvious. That was so obvious. Like when oh, the Street Profits finally break up. Well, of course, eventually yeah, they're going to break oh, up. You, you guess something right. No, it wasn't obvious. This guy had a monster push off the back of the money in the bank. He cashed in on Bobby Lashley. He got moved to, to SmackDown to try and get over, and then he got moved over to Raw. There's nothing obvious 
about him losing the belt after two months. And then they come back with, oh, why don't you talk about the, you get the thing wrong with Kevin Owens and you said that Kevin Owens is going to AEW. No, dipshit. What I said was, is Kevin Owens hasn't signed his WWE contract. And it looks like Kevin Owens is going to AEW. I didn't tell you that Kevin Owens had signed an AEW contract at any point while I was doing anything here. At the same time, I didn't tell you that Finn Balor was winning the King of the Ring. Like, like they, they cling on to every kind of... Do you know it's what in the cement is? the second you say something at all. Dave Meltzer is wrong about everything, every single week. And I've been on here now for how long? How long has it been? Six months? On this Maybe thing? Four. Yeah, something like that. No, no, no. What episode are we on? Oh, this is only 14, I think? 14 weeks. Yes. On this, yes. On this. I'm thinking it. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. But, like, uh, whatever it's been. And it has been, like, 14, 15 weeks, whatever. So, four months, maybe. Um, You're trying to cling on to two things out of the four or five things I say on every single show. The mathematics behind that is ridiculous because... That would mean, even by your calculations, I would be around about 73 and 2. Something like that, right? And why would... I don't understand why... This is the same as wanting AEW to fail. Why? You have a source. Why would you... It's like, I want you to be wrong, Billy. Why? Because they're losers and they're jealous. Like, because... (laughs) That's an easy answer. Like, I watch, oh, I watch, like, 40 hours a week of just wrestling. Like, I should be a journalist. Oh, God. I should have a job. Or I should have a podcast. Or I should have a following. Look, I'm sorry. No one cares about you. That's why That's why you're watching the video. And they can and get I'm a podcast and try to get a following. Nobody's exactly. stopping you. I'll listen. Let me know your podcast. I'll listen to you. Go ahead. Yeah, put your shitty, put your shitty podcast on the side, and we'll listen to it for a couple of minutes, right? Like, But, but the point is, is that you're not here. Right, you're not here, and the reason I'm here is because I sat here, I, I think for for six not in this particular on this particular show, but on other shows, I've been here for six or seven years. Yeah, knocking knocking stories out of the park left and right. I remember this, one story that you're wrong about off the top of my head, and I'm driving around and it popped into my head because obviously you've been wrong about a couple stories, I'm sure in the past. Who the hell, yeah. you know? Of course, there is only one that pops into my head that I could even remember because obviously I don't care as much about, oh, I need to write down all wrestling news and find out. It was you saying Jason Jordan would be back soon that it wasn't really a, a much of an injury with the neck. Yeah. And he well, hasn't come back since. But that is the only thing I could even remember, and that's the big scary news that Jason Jordan... <laughs> no, nah, there's, 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 there's been a few. Like, I got the... Uh... I got the rumble, the wrong, the wrong rumble winner, but they like ended up going around there a different way anyway. Like they, Which I knew one? last year it was supposed oh. to be Daniel, it was supposed to be Daniel Bryan, and then um, they decided that it was going to be a triple threat. So they wanted Bryan to work his way into it, but it was going to be a triple threat with Rollins, Bryan, and Roman, mm. and then it ended up being Edge right on the last day. So yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't get that, which doesn't help because of COVID. And there wasn't my the people that give me this stuff weren't there, so that's why it was hard to get the update. And, and let I the only- people know too that nowadays, you know for a fact that these some of these insiders, some of the actual wrestlers, do not have a clue 
who's going to win anything until like they are walking through. Like you've talked to people that are there in the daytime and don't have a clue at that point, which is mind boggling because you would think somebody would tell somebody something, but they're so tight lipped there. I think they're worried about it getting out. I always, I always go back to the story of me, of me, texting Drew McIntyre to tell it to about winning the Royal Rumble. And he didn't know. Uh, he, didn't. He, didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know. You had so, to tell him he was winning. <laughs> because it, because um, it was supposed to be Roman and Shayna, and they changed both of those. Now, Drew was going to be going to WrestleMania anyway, but um, like that, that was being set up but via a longer a much longer route mm-hmm. because uh, obviously it was a very sudden babyface turn it only happened a month before. So, or, or, or they were, they were building up towards it, but yeah, that, I mean, that was, um, yeah, that, that, that was the, that's, that's the example I always use. So anyway, getting back to this story, this is another example of it. Do you remember a story where I said that stone cold Steve Austin was outselling all of the main roster on the house shows? With his um, town, you're yes. in this three sixteen yeah. t-shirt, right? And I and, and I and I and I and we were the only ones that ever spoke about it. Well, now there's a website called usbookies.com. They published a list of estimated WWE merchandise sales for 2021. The top ten acts, along with estimated earnings, are as follows. They have Steve Austin at number one. At How much does point- he get from that? Uh, 8%. Wow. Uh, and what's the number? Three. Well, this is not the right number. So I'll tell okay. you why in a minute. So I'll correct this story at the end. 3.6, 3,657,224. Okay. Second is Cena with 2,649,836. This takes you back to school where you give you a long Six zeros after a number. Okay, go ahead. All right. So uh, third is Alexa Bliss, 1,645,945. That's interesting, too. Yeah, we'll get to that. New World Order, 1,292,561. Roman Reigns, 1,164,253. The Rock, let's just call that a million. Uh, Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, let's call that 885,000 each. I'm a warrior, 825 grand, and Eddie Guerrero, 700,000. Wow, yeah. All right, so this is what they've listed as the top 10 items. Stone Cold Steve Austin Legacy Championship collector titles, $850 price with 1,600 estimated sales. These these are the kind of people watching this video. Um, It paid- As I have a belt behind me and you have them on your wall, like you see- the one I got is from Fandu Belts, and they're better quality than anything you get from WWE. Oh, yeah, I know they're your ones. heavy yeah. as hell. They're thick. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just looking, checking something. Um, so, yeah, Austin's Legacy Belt did 1359984 Alexa Bliss plush doll with a $30 price did 28000 estimated sales for eight hundred and sixty three grand. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Smoking Skull replica title belt, five millimeter, with a three hundred dollar price, with uh, two thousand eight hundred estimated sales, did eight hundred thousand eight hundred thirty nine thousand nine hundred seventy two. The Cena Spinner belt, 
with a $330 price tier, 2,200 sales for 725 grand. The Brahma Bill Belt, Brahma Bull Belt, $350 with 1,600 estimated Ooh, sales, did, 500, did 559,000, and, and, and so on. There's a whole list here. Yeah. Um, I can go through the point. John is, Cena earned the day T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So oh what, what, but this is the interesting thing. So the, what this company did is they put here's how we compile. Here's how the site compiled the figures. Estimated sales and estimated earnings is a number that we came up with based on the official WWE annual report and the number of reviews on WWE Shop. On your annual report, we can see they had about 700K sales overall. And we managed to scrape about 7,000 reviews off the official shop, of which 1% of 700 sales. So they got 1% of reviews. So what they did is they multiplied the figures by 100 to get as close to estimated figures as of December 2020, uh, December 22nd, 2021. This is so inaccurate. It's unbelievable. What they did essentially is anything that had a review, they times it by 10 because they found 7,000 reviews and they times it by 10 to get out to 700,000. That's ridiculous. That's like not correct. In addition to that, what people are taking these numbers as the Austin was the main earner of the year. Yeah. If you remember rightly, when we did our, when we broke our story, I said, Hey, the big story is Austin's broken into the top 10. Yeah. And Austin's on, on the edge of the top five, which he did get to, by the way, as house shows continued. This doesn't take those T-shirts into account. And also, it doesn't take any road revenue into account. In fact, this isn't even accurate. All it, all it knows is that the WWE website did what they, what, what they said they did, which is 700,000 700, sales. That's all they know. So every, everything with a review, they've multiplied. Now, if you're buying a... Roman Reigns t-shirt for $26. It's not very likely you're going to go, yeah, great t-shirt fits better than all my other t-shirts. You're going to review the high end items. So th th this is misleading in itself. I'll stay by my original numbers and let you know that Steve Austin did get into the top five last year. And Steve Austin ended up doing double this three and a half million dollar figure, 3.600. So Steve Austin did $7 million in merchandise last year to get into the WWE top five and of which he would take 8% of that figure. Mm. So that's, that's a good year for, for, for Steve Austin, for doing nothing. And being yeah, he doesn't have to do anything. Here's my name. That's what he has to do. He already put but, his work in, right? <clears throat> but Ron Reigns' um, website sales are significantly more than 1164253 and his road sales, bearing in mind that's the most purchased house show shirt on the road, uh, the Bloodline one in particular, which will add money to Jimmy and Jay at the same time, mm -hmm. um, that would put that puts Roman above Steve Austin because Roman would have done around about $8 million worth of sales um, at, at a minimum from what I'm understanding. And uh, that doesn't even factor in the, the biggest selling item for Roman Reigns, which is the eight by sorry not eight by ten anymore the twelve by ten promo photo, which which isn't factored into any of this because it isn't sold online. So he'll be well well ahead of, of everybody else overall. But as I said, Steve Austin uh, getting a big chunk of seven million dollars, getting eight percent of seven million dollars is pretty damning on everybody else here on the main roster. In addition to that, 
Cena, Cena in that short spell that he had, he was someone that was in the top 10 for the overall year. Alexa Bliss started um, pushing out these dolls near Christmas time. Um, so that's why you're seeing the doll back on TV. Uh, there's, there was no plans to have this character come back with the doll until um, until these figures were done for the final quarter. So with that being done, Alexa Bliss is now looking like she's going to come back on with this TV. And a New World Order, that's pretty consistent with being up there. Um, it's actually not a house show T-shirt. So this figure of 1,200,000, um, 292 would actually be under for WWE.com but not too much under. They're not as far out as they were with other people like uh, John Cena, Steve Austin, and Roman Reigns. So, yeah, you got Austin, Cena, and Roman in the top five. As I reiterate, that doesn't say a lot about Big E and the New Day. Or current product. And AJ Styles and, and, and Drew McIntyre even and all these other people who, uh, who had, who had uh, consistent merchandise at the stands and were performing and people chose not to purchase the performers who are actually in attendance at the live shows. So, so yeah, that, that I think is the most telling thing from this um, when you're looking at both the dot-com sales and the road sales as well. But yeah, this, this was a very misleading article last week where it said Steve Austin and John Cena are the top two sellers in WWE. And it had to be, cle- it had to be like cleared up. First of all, as I said, the way they got there was completely incorrect. And then they didn't take any road sales on anyway. But but unlike the New World Order, John Cena was selling on the road and Steve Austin is selling on the road and will continue to sell on the road in every single major state. Texas 316, New York, it's not even Texas, Houston 316, <clears throat> yeah. Austin 316, Dallas 316, uh, Brooklyn 316, New Jersey 316, um, whatever. We've had Albany. San Jose 316, I know that. Yeah, so... That's what I mean. This guy is gonna is gonna be prominent in your top five. And when they look around and people go these days, I like Seth Rollins, but do I really love Seth Rollins enough to wear that T-shirt to the gym? Do I go to the gym? Probably not. Um, do I um, do I really love Drew McIntyre? Do I want to spend thirty dollars on Drew McIntyre? Nah, I love Steve Austin, and I kind of like where I live, so I'm just gonna like present. <laughs> Two things at once. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's well. the old school stuff is, you know, you're safe as well because you're like, oh, this is the classic old school stuff. NWO, Austin, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into. Uh, and you don't watch it anymore, right? Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, well, you could always see the old stuff. And if you saw someone walking around with an Austin 316 shirt, you'd be like, hey, you know, you would say something to the guy if you passed him by. Guy's got a, a picture of Drew McIntyre on his shirt. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Keep on walking. Uh, let us know what is going on with some Royal Rumble uh, news and rumors. Yeah, this is a, this is pretty messy at the moment. Um, is this one of your favorites, though, uh, pay-per-views-wise? I have always loved yeah. Royal Rumble. It's very digestible. Yeah. I'd like to get to one of these. It's the um, it's the only major pay-per-view I've not got to. Really? Yet. Yeah, and I don't think I will now with this whole... And you went to Survivor Series? That's not major now. Uh, Not now, maybe. But yeah, I mean, it's one of the big boys though, right? Yeah, but I've been to Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, and uh, WrestleMania, so... Well, 15 WrestleManias now. (laughs) Yeah, you've been through a lot of WrestleManias. Make up for uh, the other stuff. All right, so um, the plan... 
no, sorry, I've gone off too far ahead. Uh, WWE on a fence about their Raw Rumble winner. Before Roman Reigns got COVID, there was a very, very clear plan. Paul Heyman screws over Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar disappears for a, for a while, comes in and wins the Raw Rumble and chooses Roman Reigns. Right, That was the clear, clear plan. He now has a match with Bobby Lashley. The plan as of last week was for Bobby Lashley to win and for Brock Lesnar to then enter the Raw Rumble and win the Raw Rumble so he can challenge Roman. So obviously we talked about how Lesnar would get screwed out of that win. The plan was for Heyman to prove that he was with on Roman's side and he would cook up a plan with MVP and Lashley would subsequently fire MVP because he's turning babyface. The problem now with this plan is, and always was, that you need something for Brock in Saudi. Now, here's where this one comes back in. Initially, you delayed the Viking Raiders getting in a feud with the Usos with, with, and teaming up with Brock Lesnar in a six-man tag because you didn't want to do that at day one. You decided that you were going to do that in Saudi instead. Now, people still think this is a ridiculous story, but hey... How long ago did I say it? And hey, who are the number one contenders on SmackDown this week? The Viking Raiders. It just makes no sense that like like anybody would want to see the Viking Raiders. It's like you're there to see Brock. (laughs) You'd be like, oh great, the Viking Raiders are alongside. Well, it's that fucking Viking Viking thing. So that that's that's what that's what um, Vince is into. So yeah, they they didn't do this at day one, which is why you didn't see the Viking Raiders put into that slot immediately that's why they're doing it now um but here's the problem once again it isn't seen as a good enough match to send to saudi the same way it wasn't seen as a good enough match for day one so even though the viking raiders are now the number one contenders you might never see this match because when it comes to actually doing the match even and this is the craziest thing it's vince's idea so when whereas we talk about how he doesn't like the ideas of certain writers and he cancels things. He came up with the, with the Viking Raiders and Brock Lesnar. And now he doesn't think that he can put it on a pay-per-view. Now, Nick Khan asked him not to put it on the day one pay-per-view because it was important for the day one pay-per-view to be established and in a strong way, mm-hmm. right? And Nick Khan would say that because that's Nick Khan's pay-per-view. Saudi is a McMahon deal. And now Vince doesn't want to put it on the Saudi show. So this is the issue that you have because they moved it off day one to put it on the Saudi show. And now you don't think it's good enough for the Saudi show. And you're right. So here's the two ways they can do this. And this is the two ways that I've heard they're thinking about. Have Brock Lesnar win the Raw Rumble as planned, but win it as an illegal entry, meaning that he has to go to the elimination chamber and defend his number one contendership against the guy he kicked the shit out of backstage to get in, and the four guys he eliminated to win the match. Hmm. Right? And this is this is your thought? No, this is what I've been told. Oh, shit. Okay. So the option number two, have a different winner and have Brock Lesnar go to Saudi and just win the elimination chamber. So that's what they're doing at the moment. As for who the second winner is, I have no idea. I would assume it's almost because I've been told almost is getting. Oh my! I can't even believe that if it's almost. So going way, way back before any of this, before any of this even happened, when they initially booked this Saudi show, 
and they knew they had a, a Saudi show coming up and they also had the Elimination Chamber in a separate month. So they had Saudi in Feb and they had an Elimination Chamber in March. The Elimination Chamber was supposed to be to determine the number one contenders for the Raw, the Raw Women's title and the Raw WWE Championship. That was going to be determined at the Elimination Chamber because Sasha Banks and Brock, Brock Lesnar were winning the Royal Rumbles. And the matches you had for that card way, way back was Roman Reigns versus Goldberg and Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre for the number one contendership. In brackets, I've been sent due to circumstances that due to the circumstances that Drew lost at the Rumble. So I guess that means Drew got screwed at Royal Rumble and Brock Lesnar would put his title shot on the line because Drew said that he got screwed at the Rumble. He could also say, and I haven't got this written down, he could also say, I've beaten you, you've never beat me. Right? Yeah. So he could say. But, um, so yeah. So that 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 was um, that was what they originally planned. Way, way back, before, um, before it became the Elimination Chamber, it was Roman Goldberg and Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. So that's where we're at at the moment. They're trying to decide... How will they get Brock to WrestleMania? Is it going to be through the Rumble? I mean, he has to be in Saudi. That's pretty much a done deal. So the simplest way to do this is to just have him lose and enter the Elimination Chamber. But he has been penciled in to win the Royal Rumble for a long time. In addition to that, a lot of stuff going on with this. Um, Brock Lesnar last won the Royal Rumble in, in 2003. So it would be... How does that work? Because like, WWE fucked me over with their with anniversaries, they, with their anniversary stuff. Yeah. Well, it'd be because, nine years. No, it'd be nineteen years. Oh, I always do that. I skip that middle <laughs> every time. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'd be much younger if it wasn't that way. Now, to yeah. clarify, though, because people are going to, I, I heard it, and I said you're going to get pinned on this. You're hearing that they're pushing almost very much. You have not been told almost is winning the Royal Rumble. No, I've not been told almost is winning the Royal Rumble, uh, but I've been told like he's in line for a, a huge push and a huge match at, at WrestleMania. Okay, what do you think would be so, a huge match in, other than world title? Is he a famous person? I I can only think of the world title to be honest with you. Like God, like, I don't see it. What 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 other matches? What other matches big? I mean. He has to. He wins he the Andre win? Battle Royal. He can't just win the Andre Battle Royal. I think they are way too. Did they get rid of that? No. Well, they did. Did it happen through. last year? It happened last year. I don't, I don't remember it. it last year, and the women's one either. I don't remember it. No, but I think it might come back this year. I think. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um. So what's going on uh, with some Hall of Fame news? Yeah, so Hall of Fame stuff. Um, this that time of year, WWE reached out to The Undertaker about doing a match. Uh, but they also <laughs> reached out to him about headlining the Hall of Fame. So they would like him to headline the Hall of Fame and wrestle his last match, and they feel the best thing to do would be for him to go back in there with AJ. Again, another last match, but in front of the crowd, though. That's what they they got a hard on. It's got to be in front of a crowd. Well, yeah, that what they the boneyard match wasn't what a they match. Were 
what, what they were supposed to do. It's a pretty good so, way yeah. to go out, though, because it was pretty damn good. It was the only thing great for that mania, obviously. Right. That so, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that there, there are... There are other opponents that he could go in there with, um, but but I think this one would be the most, let's shall we say, the easiest way to convince him to to do it. I think is AJ a bad guy still, or is he good guy? Good guy, and he would Just, have to go against Undertaker. Yeah, eh, that doesn't do it for me. It really doesn't. Well, I imagine you can talk trash and say they got unfinished business, and I think. If he's retiring and that's it, Hall of Fame, everything, AJ could probably shake his hand or something and then just go back to being a good guy. I think. I don't yeah. know. It, this, this is me speculating. So. It, it is weird, though, because Undertaker's, you know, that much taller. It, it's always weird to see that, like, this is going to be a, a, a actual fight. Like, you Who would, would you do? Who would you do? McIntyre, something like that. That's the problem, though, is if you are going to have Taker win on the way out, it does McIntyre no favors by losing to him. And you, and I get that Undertaker's a traditionalist and who probably will ask to lose. Yeah, well, that almost, that almost just I squashes. thought the same thing. I said, <laughs> it popped in my head like Kali putting his foot on his chest. Well, who's this guy? Uh, almost is Undertaker's guy. Like, this is how, this is why we're getting this. It's so. crazy to me. You know, in a perfect world, what I would want is he gets his win back from Brock Lesnar, but now is not the time. It's, Did you see it's the problem? Where Taker was like, uh, oh, I talked to Omos. Uh, Omos has, got, Omos has uh, got my number. We talk. They talk all the time. And uh, I've told him, like, uh, if, they're ever do, make, if they're ever doing something which you're not funny about, call me and I'll talk to them. Wow. Like, they're basically, he's basically saying, like, you're my boy. he's going to make sure that Omos doesn't have to sell. Like, so he's not selling or being knocked off his feet or anything. For me, this has got WrestleMania main event winner champion written all over it. God. (laughs) Oh, that's cringe, dude. That's bad. I would you even, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's the non charisma or what, because he's a foreign guy at the same time. What do you think of the uh, 93 rumble and that Yoko push? Like, is that, because that, um, that came like, so, to us, it means nothing now. But do yeah. you remember that he debuted at the 92 Survivor Series and beat Virgil and then just won the Rumble? So he was barely around at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean... Do you remember as a kid how new Yoko was? I get that it's a spectacle and almost is a spectacle, but it's very, very different. Uh, and and I think Yoko could actually, I hate to say it, could actually work. He was agile for a that big of a guy. He would bounce right up and uh, do stuff. But, but you know, my point is, is that you had no contradiction to Yoko. But Omos has been around for nearly two years. Remember, he was Raw Underground first. Sure, bodyguard in the was door. A, he was AJ's bodyguard, and then he debuted a year ago in and won the tag titles. I think if you get to debut and win the tag titles in your first match because they're protecting you from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be doing something with you. I mean, yeah, and coming up to this point, it's nearly two years that he's been with a company. So, I mean, they, do, they did the same with Kali, where obviously Kali can't work and do stuff and give him the title and just have him putting his foot on people's chest and winning that way. 
And to me, it's like Yoko was different because Yoko, as big as he was and barely left his feet, he was still selling and getting beaten up or and getting back and getting his you know shine back and all that kind of stuff. We have not seen almost do anything. And the same with Gonzalez. It was, you know, oh, you swing your arms, almost about to fall. And the same with um, the Kali and stuff like that. Kali had a body at least. So that was always the impressive. Look how enormous he is. Plus, he's ripped. Um, but with, with almost, I'm like, we see the acting if he gets hit, you know. And uh, it's it really, I, I maybe I'm missing a boat. I'd like to hear people's comments if if they are like, oh, almost as great, almost as a star, because I just don't see it. I mean, you can make somebody win all the time. They made Kali win all the time. I don't think it made him a star. Um, I think it made him uh, something to see, like uh, like sideshow type of stuff. Like, look, here's the tall guy. And, but there was, I mean, especially talking. He, it's not like he could talk. It's different, right, because the guy didn't speak any English and and the, and the guys, the other guys couldn't do a match with him. Like, Omus can be coached by at least the guy he's in the ring with. Like, do this now, do this then. Like, Yeah, Kali went to the same wrestling school I did which is interesting, and that's where he accidentally killed the guy. You know that whole thing. Yeah, well. I yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. The guy had an aneurysm. It wasn't really Kali's fault. The guy, you know, got choke slammed and his head exploded afterwards. But uh, last thing on our list, something about the biggest mistake Vince has ever made by letting go of Scarlet. What is the Scarlet news? Yeah, so Scarlet is already in the top Zero point zero four percent of creators on OnlyFans. So, and it's and, not and like she's getting naked. No, and that's the thing. She had to like suspend um, or it's like take like stop taking requests on her account because she couldn't keep up with the with Good the messages. So, I mean, I would not be surprised if that magazine she did mm-hmm. is the best selling magazine that magazine's ever done. Yeah, it's fitness fire. something, right? Yeah, I can't even find it over here. So that's a hell of a cover, though. It's a hell of well, a have cover. You seen, have you seen the rest of it? No, so I only saw the cover. Someone posted the inside pages of it. Uh, if I, I want to send a shout out to anybody who's watching this, if you are a member of Scarlet's OnlyFans, you have to contact us. Yeah, she looks nice in a bikini or whatever she's wearing. I mean, Sunny, do you remember Sunny doing that one? Kinda. Sunny was the kneeling in the in the water with the. Those are nice. Those are nice pictures. But that's the thing. It's like I don't understand that people would pay, <laughs> pay to go to see this on her site. So if well, no, it's, already, it's already on the, uh, on the uh, on, on on that cover and stuff. So I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess everybody. Yeah, I think once people realize they're not going to see any more. I mean, there's other stuff on there, like girls who like videos and, and things. But yeah, people that aren't doing porn, that's on there. But that's like beyond rare. It's like, how do you even do this without showing stuff? Because you know, it's kind of what it's known for. But if one of our people that watch this is a subscriber, please reach out to us because I would love to know what you are there for and what it is being posted. Because I'm, it's got to be at worst lingerie and nothing see through. She's not yeah. going to get crazy, but 
There you go. Anything else you want to add to this, Billy? Or are we done with all of your news? There was quite a bit of news you had. I didn't think it was very much, but yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, that's everything. I think the lead... I think the lead there would be Taker going into Hall of Fame um, and then correcting that merchandising story because that was that was really that was really quite wrong. I and think the whole of- Royal Rumble thing that you had is big. That's a, that was a lot of stuff like going to Saudi. What they think could be for the Elimination Chamber. That's very interesting to me. The question is, will we ever see that six man tag? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> at, what, at what pay per view will it be? Like they should just bring back Saturday night's main event one night to do it. Oh but, my god! And 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 how much money would it take for Brock to do raid? Raid? Is he joining in with that and banging his chest? I think, I think at the moment he could he could do it. Like it fits in with. There is no chance world. in hell he ever does it. I can't imagine they tell he go give me a break. It is. I laugh because they had that tag match and they said, "You get a title shot down the road sometime." They just put that up because who knows if it'll ever happen. Plus, like you said, oh, what about these brand splits? Raiders are on Raw. Why are they? No, they, no, they moved. Since when? Since the draft. Weren't they just on Raw? No, they moved to SmackDown. Oh, I lost my see. That's as much as I know. Then it's my fault. I swear they weren't on SmackDown. And I'm like, no. everybody goes everywhere. I mean, Rollins is going for the title on the wrong show. Okay. That's fine. Um, all right. But I, I do like the Elimination Chamber idea of having Brock take someone out there in the chamber and then the Elite. Because it goes back to the final four pay-per-view. It's the exact same thing, practically. Yeah. They're, just, they're just doing all the ideas again. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's what it comes down to. If- yeah, they're all the good ideas, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is I'm watching Royal Rumbles from the past. And they had a whole saga about how Becky and Charlotte used to be friends. And now... I, you, I, I had a conversation with someone. I had a conversation with someone. And that's interesting what you just said about the final four pay-per-view. And, and, and I remember it, obviously. Oh, and, it's one of my favorites. And I believe, like, people in the comments, you know, guys that kind of watched the show would all, would all remember it. And this is the issue. They don't really want fans that remember that because what it means... Yep is that, I mean, they're fine with having fans that remember that, but if your majority of the fans remember what you did in the 90s and the 80s, whatever, your fan base is getting older. Yeah. And 80, 80% of their fan base will remember these things, right? 80% of their fan base will remember, oh, would, would have watched Hulk Hogan have a match, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a big problem. That 20% is not growing. They're not leveling out with the people that are, are getting older. So there's no there's no life for this company when we're dead. Yeah. So it all goes with. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's a viewer gone without a viewer coming in. And this is a definite trend that they're aware of. Right. Someone someone spoke to me um about it this this week when I was trying to talk about when, when I was talking about the rumble stuff, because obviously all that rumble stuff wasn't texting me. That was a conversation. And because um, that was a betting conversation actually in terms of who the hell am I going to bet for the rumble? And that the guy said, and the guy said, I'll call you tomorrow about it. So that, <laughs> that was the call during this call. They were saying like the main concern they have and why they may be looking to make a sale at some point would be the fact that their, a, their audience goes upwards every year. So once they started tracking average audience age and the, and the demos 
and these um, these demos became a bigger deal, the 18 to 49, WWE found they were very much just inside it at 43. Mm-hmm. The average age now is higher than that. It's 47. So this fan base is getting older and older and older, and it's and the, the bottom end isn't doubling up. So if somebody watched Hulk Hogan when they're 40, right? Yeah. If somebody in their 40s when WrestleMania started, they'll be dead or maybe dead or they'll be nearly dead. Uh, and and they're not being replaced right now yeah. by by enough of the not, – not enough people being – it's the opposite to population. Like, whereas the population is going up, more people are being born than are dying, yeah. which is why Bill Gates created COVID to kill people. Um, so, so – that it's the opposite. It's the opposite with wrestling. Whereas, like the more people, more of their fans, their projections, more fans will die than are being born that will watch it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and and they also can't recycle stories because we've seen well, it. Right, guys like you and me have been there for a long time. You said the average is forty seven. I just turned forty six the other week, so there you go. It's exactly. It's, I'm right on tune with it. So. And yeah, well, that's it. You're, you're spot on. Yeah, you're you're exactly the fan that they caught that they grabbed with Hogan. Yeah, yeah, and I wasn't so, even a Hogan guy, but yeah, I liked the entire product. I was never the Hogan guy. Uh, I was Mr. Perfect guy. Thank you. I like the IC belt. That was my belt. So, all right. If you want to uh, listen to some more wrestling nonsensical talk, just type in Lingus Mafia podcast and you will see every week uh, on my free service as well as patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia and you will get all the other stuff. Plus, if you go and look at my Twitter at Lingus Mafia, you will see what you could win from signing up. All the prize packages we have have pictures and everything else like that. So, Check it out. Maybe you want to win something. And I, also, I heard, I, I heard that what um, that you were sending me the Andre and Hogan, and the number one prize is now Girl on Cinema will blow you. Right? <laughs> it's a pretty good prize okay. package. <laughs> I'll have to see if she agrees with that. I mean, shit, I got to send her around. If I could, that got to buy a plane ticket. Jesus Christ. Uh, right. Yeah, go. Uh, well, yeah, if she's got to blow you, you got to ship her out somewhere. Alright. <laughs> you got shit past Thank you. Um, yeah, and check out uh my interview with Old Girl on Cinema this last week. Go check out that podcast because I'll tell you right now, one of the questions I ask, and I won't reveal it, I asked where rank in order where a man can finish with you. And I gave a list of places like one through five where a guy can finish. You, you, you asked the, the, I guess that I, that's, that's, that's my guess. That's <laughs> I, 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 I remember when, uh, when, when we had Drew McIntyre on for the first time and then, um, and do you remember when Derek Montier was doing the, his, he, when he got jealous that I got given a show on steel cage yeah. and he, had, he did his own show and tried to get, and got Drew on there. And it was just like a, like a, like, like a, a complete a suck fest. I was going to say basically. a blow fest. Yeah. <laughs> just tell him how great he is constantly. Oh my so God. This isn't, this isn't one of those. No, no, no. I ask her every question under the sun and um, how she got into all this stuff. I go through the process of all that good stuff, but I also ask nasty stuff. And here's a big prize I'm having given away now too. I don't even say what prize it is, but... She gives some information about Seth Rollins on my video show because you would have to see it. Uh, It's on the Godfather Plus tier. And she goes, 
Seth Rollins said something to her friend who he was trying to bring to the hotel room to bang. And he had said something to her that she didn't want to repeat. So she mouthed the words that Seth Rollins said to the friend. And I want to see if anyone could read her lips to tell me what she said. I know what he said. I found out. But I want to see if somebody could read her lips and uh, let me know. Which makes me think Becky's a freak. Becky's a freak. We know if if Rollins is into some shit, then what the fuck? You're gonna marry somebody who's into it. Well, he did. He did all that like uh, all that gay, that soft gay porn stuff that Kenny Rollins did. Yeah, he's in that like sissy wrestling thing as well. Yeah, I mean, he was he did take pictures of his dick. That was online, and you know, he was with the freaky tattooed chicks and all that. Yeah, he did that sissy gay wrestling stuff as well. Like he was he was um. He, he was photographed. Have you never seen that? I heard of it. I never saw any of it though. It was in our group chat. Nick, Nick was Nick found it all. Yeah, a long while ago. I'll, I just remember uh, Lars. That's all I've seen. Oh. <laughs> Who hasn't seen that? All right, the everybody. Only, uh, the only guy that um, Tony Khan didn't get. <laughs> Give him time. Hey, he's got Nyland Sunny over there. Why not? Let's go for it. I'm gonna build my company around. Uh, Bray, Bray, Bray Wyatt, Ryback, and Lars Sullivan. <laughs> God. And Nyla Rose. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Kev. He's Billy. We'll see you next week.